Hey everybody, it's Tina Brinkley-Potts, business strategist, online marketing trainer, and success coach. And I wanna welcome you to Amplify Your Expertise. I am so fortunate to be able to bring so many different people to my platform that really deserve, that you deserve to hear. You know, it's one thing to just bring people to you, but I wanna bring people that are gonna transform what you're doing. And I believe that is the case with Brian K. McNeil. Brian, hi. Hello, my sister, how are you? I am fantastic today, how are you? I'm super excited to meet you and this opportunity to share. I promise you my time is gonna go by fast, but it's gonna go by good. Go by fast and good. Did you guys hear that? So in the comments below, talk fast and good because that's what you're going to get here today. So let me tell you a little bit about Brian. So Brian is a sales coach and a four-time author, a sales speaker, and a facilitator. Now, some of you guys didn't know there was a difference there, but I want you to know there's a difference. You know, that's one of the things I decided. I wanted people who couldn't only say the game, but you can tell they practice it. Know that, right? I want you guys... To Type this down there. Libraries don't make money. You can be a repository of information, but if you don't apply it, you don't get anywhere. And Brian's going to help you with that. So let me get back to Brian's bio because we'll go all day. But so Brian is also the founder of MEN, Male Empowerment Networks of Charlotte, North Carolina. So I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say some of the rest of what's in Brian's bio as we go along, but this episode is about that old fashioned elevator pitch that everybody's been telling you about. And I brought Brian on so that you can help reform it or throw it out the window altogether. Brian, <laughs> what's your thoughts? Tell them their first thoughts on that elevator pitch. Well, first off, I want to say thank you again to you, Tina, for this opportunity to serve. That's how I look at my life, as an opportunity to serve. And based upon what you just said, I have to harken back to one of our first phone call together, yeah. you and I. Now, you're obviously a, a, an accomplished professional, and I, so am I. So we were feeling each other out. We were like heavyweight prize fighters, feeling each other out in the first round. And you used some terms that I picked up on. And I was able to, what I did with uh, Tina and what I'm going to teach you guys right now is I listen to what she does and then I regurgitated back what I understood of what she does in a format that sells. Now, I'm going to teach you guys how to do that today. Everyone on this broadcast will be better at selling themselves and their services by the time I finish talking than you were before I started. And this is not what I hope to accomplish. This is what I know will be true. Uh, first off, the whole concept of elevator pitch is an outdated concept. Type okay? that down, outdated concept. <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. <laughs> we're not pitching, we're not making deals, we're telling our story. And your money is in your story. Now, there are two types of people that love stories. One of them is children, and the other one is adults. Mm -hmm. Now, and we know that to be true because we have movies and we have TV shows that people love. Now, if I said to you, um, how many of you guys here have either heard me speak before or this is your first time? 
If we were in the same room, I wouldn't get 100% participation. You know, if I said by show of hands, how many of you have heard me speak before or this is your first time? Now, it should be all of you because you all have heard me speak before or this is your first time. Most people don't know how to listen and in order to sell themselves, okay? And I'm gonna teach you how to do that. So, Here's the scene. So, so right there, Brian, let's see if you're listening. So what I want you to do is either type, this is your first time, or I want you to type, you've heard him speak before. So type that down because again, it's in the action, it's in the practice that you actually start to change your life. You know, Brian's gonna give you some stuff here today and I don't want you to miss it. And when he gives it to you, you have to be ready to receive. And sometimes we're busy writing notes and then those notes go into a file and they never come back out. I want you guys to act on it so that this year and the next year can be the best that you've ever had. So Brian, let's talk about changing that elevator pitch. You, you have a one, forward. two, three system, right? So I got it. I got it. Okay. Jump on First in thing I'm going to do is I want you guys to hear me now. First, we're going to play a game. Let's say that you are a bus driver. And on your first stop, you pick up four passengers. Y'all with me? On your second stop, you pick up four more passengers. On your third stop, you pick up two passengers. And on the fourth stop, five passengers get off your bus. Now, what is the bus driver's name? Now, very often when I do this in live audiences, they say, you didn't tell us. And I, yes, I did. I told you a lot of times. They say, no, you didn't. I said, listen to me again. Let's say that you are a bus driver. On your first stop, you pick up. On your second stop, you pick up. Do you get it yet? You see, if I could have said, how old is the bus driver? Where does the bus driver live? But if you don't have the right ear to hear your clients, you're going to miss that. If I ask the question, how many people were left on that bus? Most people know. There were five people left on the bus. Why do they know that? Because they were doing math instead of listening. And I ask you to listen. All right. So now when you do that with folks, Sister Tina, people start to understand, okay, we're going to have to listen a little bit differently. And you are. I'm going to put every one of you guys that listen to this in a scene. Here's the scene. Let's say that you're at a networking function and it's a good one. It's a good networking function. But your kind of people, they're professionals, the kind of people that you want as clients there. And it's friendly. No loud music, nothing like that. A good networking event. And you end up in a friendly huddle with a couple of guys and a couple of ladies, and you guys are having friendly, cool party conversation, networking conversation. And then the conversation swings around to you and they say, so what do you do for a living? In that scene, what do you say? Now, some people, when asked that question, they give descriptive answers. Well, I help people to do da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, or I do da-da-da-da-da-da-da. They describe it. And describing it is fine, but it doesn't sell. Some people give cute answers. Like, well, I'm in the people business and I do this, this, and this. That's cute, but that doesn't sell either. What sells is the problem you solve. That's what sells. So here's the formula. For example, uh, if you were to ask me what do I do for a living, I would say something along the lines of, you know how there are so many people that are amazingly talented at what they do, 
And a lot of them don't earn nearly the money that they could or should because they don't know how to sell it well. You know what I mean? Right. See how Tina's nodding her head here? Because that made sense to her. She understood that a lot of amazingly talented people that are offering services today, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, financial services advisors, they're good at what they do. They have high integrity, but they're not earning the money because they're yeah. not selling. And I want to elaborate on that for a second because sure. this is really, really important. Like I work with, you, you know, I work with business owners, experts, authors, but most importantly, most of my clients have a lot of letters behind their name. Mm -hmm. So you know they've taken learning their craft seriously by all of the letters they have behind their name. The problem is, is when they get in that environment, they start using industry jargon. What do I mean by that? Coaches do a lot of this. Brian, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? I do. Coaches do this all the time, especially coaches will say things like, I help people feel like they're in their body. I help people, and, 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 I, and all I do is I ask one simple question, and that simple question is, what does that mean? Yes. And most of the time when I say that, even if you've had all of those letters behind your name and you've done all of that, learning and you know it like the back of your hand, you can't answer what does it mean without stumbling. And so, Brian, that was just an important point that I wanted to help drive. Now, you, you're not going to throw me off, sis. <laughs> you, you made a good point. Because jargon, most of the time, is a big mistake. Big you're mistake. A big mistake. You're assuming that they're in the same industry, they went through the same training that you did, and most of the time they didn't. So, and if they don't want to feel dumb by asking what does that mean, they will carry on, miss the point completely, and they can never refer anybody to you. They can't, and they won't. And let's talk about why this is important. Because most people have been taught to get the A on the chart. And because you want to be the smartest person in the room, you've been used to talking and showing how smart you are. And that normally is the, the thing. So, Brian, I, I love what you're saying here. You're like, you got me all fired up. So, so tell them how to fix that. I'm going to fix it right now for you. First awesome. off, it's a big mistake because what are you trying to do? You're trying to impress them or are you trying to earn money, okay? And if you're trying to impress them, you've already got your reward. That's it, okay? That's all you want. Okay, you got it. Done. Hold okay, it. You can't go no further. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Okay. <laughs> See, he keeps dropping these jewels. You know, I got to stay on, on time, but he keeps dropping these jewels. So type that in. Are you trying to impress them? or are you trying to earn money? It is not the same thing. That's right. <laughs> so first, first thing you do, the problem you solve is the most compelling thing, okay? And I'm gonna teach you guys how to do this. First thing I would tell them is you know how, which is an invitation to agree. Someone asked me what I do for a living, I would say, you know how, I'm inviting them to agree on what I say, and then I will introduce into the conversation a problem that my service solves that they can agree is a problem. And any kind of agreement works. Tina's nodding her head right now. A head nod, an uh-huh, a yup, a yes, 
big or small, doesn't matter. Any kind of implied understanding and agreement of the problem that I solve is enough. Mm -hmm. So first I get them to agree on the problem. Mm -hmm. Then I transition them. And I say, well, what I do is. Now what you're doing there is you need to introduce yourself as a solution. You all need to be thinking of yourselves as the solution to the problem, the aspirin to the headache, the answer to the question. You need to think of yourself because the way you're thinking as you're talking about your services shines through your eyes. It resonates in your voice. So you need to think of yourself as the answer to the question, the solution to the problem. So well, what I do is I solve that problem through my coaching services or through my um, offer or through my workshops or through my books, through my something. You need to paint yourself as a solution to the problem. And then the ending of your story is the most important part. The way you end your story is more important than the beginning and the middle. And most people don't end their stories at all. Okay? It's a problem. They miss opportunities. You do all of that cool stuff for what? You do all that cool stuff so that they can what? What is the great big benefit of having worked with you? So the formula, if you want to write it down, it's a three-part formula. The first thing, if you were in front of me or if you were in one of my workshops, I would have you write these words down. You know how, dot, dot, dot. You know how, dot, dot, dot. You know how, and you're introducing a problem. You know how. This is your opportunity. So listen, everybody. I don't know whether you know, I have an audience in 70 countries i've had over a million video views so if you're looking for somebody to find you just you know don't send us all your links and everything but follow along because if somebody needs this solution this is your opportunity to play along and to really start getting in front of it you got to practice this so you know how part one and then introduce a problem that your service solves that's first part. The second part is, well, write these words down. Well, comma, what I do is dot, dot, dot. Well, what I do is dot, dot, dot. And the third part is so that they can dot, dot, dot. So that they can dot, dot, dot. Points here. Now, when you answer the question of what you do for a living, I want you to recognize that as an opportunity. You don't want to frame it as, you know how, Tina, you, your sales suck and you need help with this and all that kind of stuff. No, no, no. You want to talk about so many people, them and they. You know how there are so many people. What I help do is help them so that they can. Because just by the shifting of going, you're selling through people instead of to people. Instead of just talking about them in front of you. You open up their brains as the people they could recommend to you, and you don't lose them. You don't lose them. So this is a formula that you know how, well, what I do so that they can. Also, I want to tag on to that. If I ask you, and this is a question that flummoxes a lot of people, Sister Tina, what business are you in? Mm. Know how I worded that. What business are you in? Now, I'm not going to make you answer it now, but if your business, if your services is in a pursuit of clients, if you want to gain clients, if your money comes through people, if your money comes through clients, I'm going to tell you your real business. Your real business is the capturing and keeping 
of a new client. Now, that's not what you tell people. It's what I want you to understand. Your real business is the capturing and keeping of a new client. When you get that in your spirit, when you really accept and embrace that my money comes through people and how effective I am at capturing and keeping a new client, it adds more power to your day. It adds more focus to your day. Your day makes much more sense. So the first thing you guys all need to learn is how to open, how to tell what you do. And it takes 25 to 35 seconds. That's all. Amen? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's like a couple of parts I need to go back to. Go ahead. I'm ready. Let's stick here first. Okay. So most of you guys know that I say I get paid to be me. So Brian hit on a lot of reasons why this is the case. So let's talk about this. First and foremost, I've decided that everybody else's version of me is not mine. I decided that I'm going to hone into my own version. And so once you know who you are and the value you bring to the And table, the problems you solve. He's telling you the format to put it in. So now you don't seem timid when you're saying it because you're already confident that this is who I am. I'm not trying to be something I'm not. I'm just bringing the value that I bring to my clients, my family, my life, whoever it is that you're in front of, because you can use what Brian's teaching you in pretty much everything. Because whether you know it or not, whether you're asking for money, or you're looking for a date, or you're looking for whatever, you're always selling yourself. Always. So when you get confident in yourself, and you put it inside of this formula, you got something that now you get to stand firm and you get to project what it is the value that you bring to the world in a way that people are going to understand. Now, Brian, there was another thing I got to go back to. Okay. And I'm going to piggyback on what I said too. Go ahead. Oh my gosh. You were talking about them versus your sales suck. Yeah. That was so <laughs> crucial <laughs> because most people don't want to claim, even if it is them, they don't want to claim their problems out in public a lot. So when you go and presuppose yep. all of that on them, you're, you're repelling them more than attracting. Exactly. So I want you to remember that you're repelling more than attracting. Now, there are times when you use the word you. But not initially. But not initially and not there. Right. Like, <laughs> like same words, like, like when, when you want people to engage in a conversation and you go, um, have you ever felt that way? That's a that's an answer. That's a that's a yes or no answer. You're getting that brings engagement. But to presuppose anything, okay. All right. I can't now, add that because you that's no problem. No problem. Now you're right. Now let me tell you something about this story. It's magical, but you are in a profession, and there's going to be a learning curve for you. It's going to take you ten to fifteen tries with ten to fifteen people before you get it right. The first nine times you introduce yourself this way, you might say it differently every time, and that's good. 
okay? But somewhere between the 10th and the 15th time, someone's gonna give you an opportunity to answer the question. Hey, what do you do for a living? Somewhere between the 10th and the 15th time, you're gonna answer that question. It's gonna flow through you. It's gonna be better than the previous nine times. And you're gonna know you got it right because they are going to say the words, wow. They're gonna say, wow, really? Oh my gosh. Now, they're gonna say that within the 10th to 15th try. Here's another thing you need to know. If you're courageous enough to adopt this formula and try it out, somewhere between the first four or five times, it happens this fast, between the first four or five times or the first four or five people you tell your story to, you're gonna notice that they respond to you better than they had before. They're gonna start saying things like, really? Uh-huh, you know what? I wish I had, you need to talk to my, they're gonna start saying that within four or five tries just by you using this formula. And you're gonna hear this, you're gonna hear that wow. You're gonna hear that increased interest. You're gonna notice you get more mileage because they can now understand what you do in enough and in, in simple enough way that they can refer you. A lot of times people that hire, I mean, that work through clients, they find themselves in a constant starting over mode. Every month it seems like they're starting their business over, starting their business over. Why? Because they have not learned yet how to use months to build upon the, each other and how to use people to leapfrog them to the next clients. That's one of the things you gain by working with Brother Brian as your sales coach. Amen? Amen. So, <laughs> Momentum, that's, that's a great word, you know, type that in, momentum. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't say you're gonna get it right on the first try, and I know that maybe history, beliefs, the, have taught us that that's what we're supposed to do. But if a kid tries to ride a bike and they fall down, you're not screaming at that kid, you know, to get back on that bike. You know, you're, you're helping them, they're, they're gonna fall, but eventually they're gonna ride smooth. It's That's the right. same thing. So you gotta keep the practice going. And it is about momentum because it takes a while, especially when you've been practicing one way, because everything's a practice. When you've been practicing one way, when you start to try to do another way, you can say it over and over and over again in your head, but you're kind of playing games. But you know that whole saying, my mind's playing tricks on me? You can oh, man, think you have it down, oh, right? You can think <laughs> you have it down, but you got to practice it. So I, I want to I wanna suggest a couple of things. First and foremost, since he's told you it's going to take you 10 or 15 times, you got to go find some people now that you can start having this conversation with. And if that's the point. If you don't have somebody who is invested in your success as you are, go find that person. Like yeah. what Brian's talking about. Brian is invested in serving his clients so that they can bring in more money for whatever else they have going on. Maybe it isn't really, maybe it's about your mission in life. Maybe there's this thing you wanna help out with. Well, if you make more money, you can help. And that's his mission. His mission is to help you. So you gotta start reaching out to people who can help you. You know, Brian, what would you say for the person out here, right, who has been doing this, who's really been trying hard. I mean, they're really good at what they do and they know it, but 
the sales just aren't coming. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 an understanding of what they're doing. Okay, sales aren't just coming. It's not because they're good or bad in sales, Tina. It's because they're trained or not trained. You know. Once you learn how to do it, it's easier to do. I can do that again and again. I can take 100 people in a row and tell what they do way better than they could because I've learned how. Mm -hmm. Once you learn how, it becomes easy. And once you practice it and it becomes easy for you, you start seeing your money, it becomes a joy to do. So and it's not a question of whether they're good or bad or afraid or bold. It's a question of trained or not trained. And if you're trying to do this thing in your own strength, you're doing it incorrectly. No one has achieved great levels of success in any area without great coaching or mentoring. So if you don't know how to sell, I would encourage you to learn how to sell. And the shortcut to learning how to sell yourself better is to work with a sales coach. I'm a sales coach and I'm gonna offer some stuff for free to Tina's audience. Awesome. Yep. Well, now, before you do, okay. let's, let's stay here though, because I talked about the people who know they're good, but are not getting sales. But let's talk about the people who are getting sales, Brian. They're getting okay. some sales, but it still isn't where they want it to be, right? They're not full yet. Yes. It's because they're not yet systems driven. They don't know enough sales activities. There are things you can do that are, see, there's a difference between, there's a thing called unconscious incompetence. They don't know, and they don't know they don't know. And then you have people that are uh, competently, but they're unconscious at it. Okay, they're good at it, but they don't know why they're good at it. They can't teach it to anybody else. And then you have people that are what's called conscious competence. Those are people that know what they're doing and they know why it works. Those people can do it without being in the mood for it. They understand why it works. They don't have to have the sun and the moon in the right alignment to succeed. They just know what they're supposed to do. And it's just a choice of doing what you're supposed to do and you'll get the predictable result that you're wanting. So once you learn how to do that, it's easy. Mm -hmm. Yes, awesome. Yeah, I, I, I love uh, in your own strength, right? Like, hey, I mean, think about it. You, you when you make so many things about you, because one of the things I hear a lot when you know new clients are coming on or people are calling in, one of the things I hear, my team hears, is I don't know why they're not buying from me. Mm -hmm. And I think what you just said <laughs> fits so into that because you've made it about your worth instead yep. of a, about finding the portion of your conversation or maybe you're marketing more than you're selling because you know there's a whole lot of people out there doing that, do a whole lot of marketing but never convert it to sales. So, Brian, you said you had a gift for my audience. I did, but there's so much I want to be helpful to because, again, when I first started talking today, I told you all you guys are going to be better at your game when I finished talking than you were before I started. And I mean that, okay? You're going to be better at it. First thing is you got to understand that what you're doing, I want you to stop thinking about your work as selling yourself and selling your services. Replace the word sell and sold with the word help and helped. I'm helping people with what I have to offer. Because you, and then you have to think about what you offer. Is it something that you're offering to them or for them? And then I, if you answer that question, I'm going to say, are you sure? Because if you're doing it for them, then you owe it to them to offer your services in the best way that you can. 
okay? If you're doing it to them, then it's, and, and it's a mistake, again, Sister Tina, whenever people start thinking about, you know, me and my and all that kind of stuff, you got the wrong thing first, okay? You got to serve, you got to offer, you got to help. You got to give before you can get. Fit before fee. Offer value and ask for money, okay? Because money is the key to end all your woes, your ups, your downs, your highs, and your lows. All of that. He's ready to bring some songs in this thing. That's what I do, girl. <laughs> well, listen, yeah, yeah. Um, you got to know who you play for is really yes. what that, now, that whole conversation boils down to. You got to know who you play for. Like... Um, and that's the that's the thing of understanding your gift versus trying to be something. You know, you don't have to seek and strive. You can start learning to be and just resonate your gifts and then apply these techniques that Brian is talking about. So Brian, you said you want to, you, you're leaving them better than when they first watched this. Yes. Yes. I'm going to give a free gift. And um, I'm going to offer myself too. I'm going to do two things with you. Um, I think I sent you the links. If not, I'll send them again. Mm -hmm. But one is an ebook that I offer for free. It's called the 123 Formula. Mm -hmm. It's simple, step by step. Just do what it says do, and you will have more clients within one month's time than you do right now. And I don't even care how many clients you got. And I'm going to offer it to you for free. All you got to do is text to the link that I sent you. Um, a name and an email address, and you'll get an ebook called the One Two Three Formula. It includes your story and what to do with your days when you don't have a client in front of you. What do you got to do to get more money? I'm gonna give you that for free because me and Sister Tina are tight like that. <laughs> so hey, listen, that was a good because he said in 30 days, not in two years, in 30 days, if you apply this, you will have more clients than you already have, and. You know, I, I, I believe that to be true just by listening to you because, like, the things we've dropped in this short period of time, if someone just starts applying that, if they haven't applied any of what we just said, that's going to change the conversation. That's going to make you more attractive to people. You know, um, I can't remember who coined the term client attraction, but... That really is the difference between always being outwardly focused and having to go try to continuously find people with people now coming back to you because they'll remember that conversation too. So, you know, the referral, you know, based off of what you said, I would think referral systems tend to work with what you said. Now, yeah, yeah, but if you do it the right way, I'm going to teach you guys something, just two things. Even if you never talk to me again, if you'll just do this, if you never talk to me again, tell your story, yes. Now, here's the game. Here's the game. How long would it take you to tell your story, your, you know how, well, what I do is so that they can to 100 new people, 100 new people. Would it take you 60 days, 90 days, 120 days? Whatever number you pick, let's say you resolve to do that within three months to tell 100 new people in a direct communication with your story. Now, here's how you do that. Your job, all of your people, Tina, their job starting from right now is to become very curious about other people. 
in direct proportion to how curious they are about other people. The more you ask other people, what do you do for a living? Or how did you get into that? Or what do you like about what you do? The more, the more you ask people those kinds of questions, ask new people those kinds of questions, the law of reciprocation kicks in. The more interest you, dis you display towards others, the more often they'll say, well, what about you? What do you do for a living? You've earned the right to answer that question now by asking them first, what do you do for a living? And they tell me, and then how about you? Great. So that gives me another opportunity. So your job should become curious as to asking other people, what do you do for a living? Here's the thing. One a day. Can you tell, can you tell one new person a day what you do for a living? Can you find one person a day that you were curious about them? You could do it through LinkedIn. Tina and I both are LinkedIn people. You know, we love LinkedIn. Okay. <laughs> we do. <laughs> LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever you use, you know, some people are hot on the gram. Some people just get out and get belly to belly. First, you learn how to tell one new person a day, then two, then three, and the magic number is four. If you can get to the place where you're telling four new people what, a day what you do, but that requires some skill. First, you have to learn how to do one first. But if you can ever get to the place of telling four new people a day about you and your services, and you get that after you find out about them and their service, you cannot fail in, in selling your services. You cannot fail in business just by doing this. If you resolve to tell your story to 100 new people, you take that challenge seriously. Here's what happens. By the time you tell your story to 25 new people, you like yourself more. You start liking yourself and your business more just by the exercise of telling 25 new people what you do. You start reminding yourself of how awesome your stuff is, you and your stuff. I mean, I like myself more. By the time you tell it to 35 new people with no other skill, even if you're doing it poorly, just telling it to new people, new people, you're gonna start noticing that you got more money than you had before you started this exercise. By the time you tell it to 40, you do. By the time you tell it to 40 people or 45 people, you like me more and Tina more. They, they <laughs> because this to me. You, you learned that for free. He didn't ask you for a thing. He said if he never even talked to you again. Brian, that was really powerful. Um, wow. I, I love it. I love it. First off, because you do, sometimes you, you get so far in your head when you really start talking this thing out. And the thing I love is I love how you're giving these goals, right? So like, you know, when listening to Brian, these, there's a lot of things you guys can dissect out of this that he didn't even say, right? Like everywhere along the way, he kind of gave you a goal. He, he kind of helped you understand, okay, when you do it the first time now, don't run. I need you to stick. <laughs> I need you to stick. And then do it again and do and then this is what you can expect if you really put the effort in because now there's some people who aren't gonna put an effort and they're gonna go and they're gonna go it didn't work yeah right and and we know that happens it's okay but if you want it to work and you apply it and actually take the feedback right like he, you know, Brian said, you're going to get better. You're going to get better. Fourth time, you're going to notice this. When you say this between 10 and 15 times, if you get that ebook and you do what it says to do, 
paint by numbers, A, B, C, D, do what it says. You're going to have more clients than you had. You're going to have more money than you had just by doing these little things. Now, there's going to take some micro commitments. Yes. It's going to take like some micro commitments because sometimes we get committed to the big thing, but not to the little things that are going to move the needle. I'm so, so you glad might you be said committed that. Committed to growing your business and having more sales. But now I got to get you just as committed to saying this 10 to 15 times, getting to four people a day, getting them to having the two way conversation, asking them so that they will ask you, giving, right? before you receive like this is just a it, it's those micro commitments broke them down to you i just want you to know you really broke them down <laughs> so i want to say this though i'm piggybacking on what you said i'm happy that you said it too these things are easy to do and they're easy not to do okay they're easy to do but they're also easy not to do just like people who set a goal of losing two pounds a month Okay, two pounds a month, that's easy, right? I can lose two pounds a month, so easy. Most people don't even start the first 28 days, okay? This is a discipline. And one more thing too, you only should do this. You should only do this when you're ready to start taking yourself and your business more seriously and you're ready to start accumulating clients. Sometimes you may have things in your way that you're not ready to take any more clients yet, okay? I got a client right now, I'm about to take a cruise and then I'm gonna be in Cuba for two weeks, okay? Okay, fine. You're not really taking clients. But if that's not the case, if you're ready to start earning more money now, do this. <laughs> wow. Do this. That was powerful. And so, you know, when I decided to share my platform with people who are really doing the darn thing, um, I was looking for people who could sow these seeds in you so that you would know I can do this now. So you could know I have everything I need to get started now. Yep. Not later, not tomorrow, not 30 days from now, because whether you know it or not, when you're hearing about these big million dollar days or a million dollars in 90 minutes and all of this kind of stuff, there was all of these actions that happen beforehand to get to that specific time that becomes the headline. And so these little things, especially these little things that Brian is saying was part of those little things, even when it's a business that's online. One of the biggest misconceptions mm -hmm. about having an online business is that you're never going to talk to anybody. <laughs> remember that biggest misconception and so I want you to know how to have these conversations and how to help them bear fruit so now, online let me talk about that okay <laughs> okay the biggest problem with that is a lot of online and they're not doing it on purpose Tina I know they're not doing it on purpose but a lot of online businesses come across very selfishly very selfishly and a lot of times it's because they don't understand selling language okay mm. there's a different language for example i speak a lot 
you know. Now, the, when I go to speak somewhere and they hear I'm coming, the people in the audience, they care about something different than the people that pay me. Okay? Absolutely. Different language. The people in the audience, they want to have a good time and they're hoping to get a nugget or two. But the yes. people that pay me, they care a whole lot more about what they're left with after I'm gone. What's, what's going to be my lasting impact? Yes. So a lot of these online businesses, they're not addressing the problem. They're just saying, well, I do this, this, this online. And you can go to my website and buy it. Mm -hmm. Okay, really? Of course you want me to go to your website and buy it. Mm -hmm. What's in it for me? If you're not able to communicate what problems you're solving, what's in it for the person before you ask them for money, you're coming across selfish. You're being very selfish. You're being self-directed instead of other-directed. And there's no money in being self-directed. Okay? And then they puzzle as to why. It's because they don't yet know. Okay? Think about what's your lasting impact and use language that way. Mm -hmm. Online businesses, um, and you do have to ultimately ask for money. Your website cannot do your job for you. Your cool landing pages, you got to have them. I got lots of landing pages. I got an okay website too. I got lots of them. But I know if I did nothing but put that stuff up there, I will starve. Okay? I got to ask for money. I got to ask for business. I got to help people. I got to meet them where they are and help them. And that's why I do that, you know? And it is fun to do that too. It is fun to do it. So, Brian? Yes. What do you want to? So, remember, there's an ebook, the one, two, three method. Brian's giving you guys that for free. One more thing. You use it for 30 days. You're going to have more clients than when you start, but you yep. got to apply it. So what, Brian, would you like to say in closing? You said you're going to leave everybody better, and I really do believe you did that. Good. I truly believe you did that because there's so many jewels and nuggets in this that somebody can watch this two or three or four times because there was layers in here. Like, I mean, the idea of momentum was a big one. I know people who change their website more than they actually have invested in learning a telephone, I mean, a sales conversation. Wow. Like, the fact that, because it, because some, a lot of what we talked about also, even though I use the word only one time, we talked a lot, goes, really goes to the premise of you understanding you are worthy. Right. Because when you understand first and foremost that you are worthy, it's just the mechanics of getting the conversation right. It's the mechanics of getting learning the technique. But when you don't believe you're worthy, that's where you keep changing things over and over and over again. Change the landing page, change this, change this, change that. And I just feel like Again, he's given over and over again in this video. However, Brian, I want to give you one last opportunity to just nail it home. All right, I'm going to bring this home. And thank you. You set me up beautifully. Um, understand some things, folks. At any given moment, at any given time, there is somebody somewhere needing what you have to offer. And they want what you have to offer, but you have to get it to them. There's this concept called the sin of the desert. The sin of the desert. The sin of the desert is when you know where the water is, but won't tell anyone else. Mm. You know what you have helps other people. You owe it to them to help them. Now, 
How do you help them? And if you don't do it, no matter why you don't do it, you're committing the sin, which is the height of selfishness. If you don't know how to sell, you got to learn how to sell. Okay, period. You owe it to them. You must, must, must invest some of the pennies of your purse into your own mind so you can fill that purse with gold. If you're not willing to invest in yourself, you are teaching your subconscious mind that you're not worthy. So you have to be willing to invest something. I'm going to offer you guys um, the free ebook, and I will even offer anyone that contacts me directly after this a free selling your services consultation by phone. It'll last 15 to 20 minutes, but they just, they can, uh, I sent you the Calendly link. They can schedule it there. A free consultation call. That takes some courage for you to dial my number in the correct sequence or to schedule it. Take some courage because you're not going to be able to stay the same. You'll be better. I will say just last thing I'm going to say is, Tina, thank you for this opportunity to serve. Okay. I hope and pray that someone got something that they can use right away because you're worth it. Because you're worth it. Okay, so what did you call it? The sins of the desert? The sin of the desert is when the you know what the water desert. is, but won't tell anyone else. Okay, won't tell anyone else. I know for certain there's somebody who needs more sales in their business. I know for certain there's somebody who really is good, who has a family to take care of, mm -hmm. that there are people who depend on them you know, share this video with them. That's the first thing you could do, right? Because again, the sins of the desert, you got something you know they need and you won't share it. The second thing he said that he really did drive that nail home, like I said, he said that you got to invest in your own mind first so that you know that you're worthy. And for me, that would be if you, if you know that having those conversations make you feel any ounce of trepidation, any ounce of it, you gotta sign up for that 15 minutes, right? Like, it's just, it's a, such a short amount of time, but I gotta tell you when, you know, just like he said, it was like us playing this chess match on LinkedIn, right? It was, it was good like though. He was doing his thing, I was doing my thing, and the funny part about it is when, we got on the phone, we both realized, okay, wait a minute. He's good at what he does. Yeah, 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 he's good at what he does, right? Like, and, and you can hear it. Don't you want that for yourself? Mm. Don't you want, when you're standing in a room, no matter what words are coming out of your mouth, that it just exudes from you, that you can feel it. It oozes that, whoo, wait a minute. <laughs> It, it, it really comes from knowing you are worthy, knowing you can stand in your gifts and serve and know that it's going to come back to you and being able to communicate who you are effectively. And Brian can do that for you. So I'm telling you, we could really take this longer, but I'm not. But Brian, <laughs> I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for the offer that you gave because it's one thing offering are intellectual property, but it is another thing offering your time. And the fact that you're willing to offer your time to help people, that's an amazing, amazing thing. So I just want to thank you. Thank you, my sister. It was my honor. All right, everybody, you heard it. You heard it, you heard it. So click the links, the links are below. Go and get 
the one, two, three method and go and get your 15 minute consultation before they're gone. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.